0: diversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. So this was just rambles for an hour,
1: but I think that's what people want yeah, yeah don't I want to, you know
0: um but we did want to discuss like interview process because we're both going through some business moves yeah, right now right?
1: when you say interview process I think for me the main thing is like uh finding and talking to potential partners and or
0: bosses you know whoever right yeah well yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about on a business level um interview being whether it's a partnership job opportunity um, we're both going through things we have aspirations of moving up in our careers um, it seems to be happening for, for both of us at a, at a nice steady pace but again I think we're putting the action behind the things that we're talking about um so i had a i had you know an interview experience uh this this week i actually had two interviews uh, can't get too specific on the details of it because it's not finalized uh, but i wanted to discuss you know some some tactics in, in in interviewing
1: love it and then on my side i've been uh talking with potential partners uh to team up with uh, that are like uh co-branders for certain things not to get too specific yep um, and Oh go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's I mean, and when you're even when you're going for a partner and you're not going for a job, yep. it's important to figure out what you want and if you're you know, we'll dive into it, but it's very important to go in with a, a um a target or a goal when you go to talk to people.
0: Ironically, I also happen so one I was interviewed, right? And then the other side of things is I'm interviewing for positions. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a couple positions that, that were available, so I'm conducting the interviews for it. So I had like both sides of things. Which is um, nice. And I've been I've been on the other side of interviews for the majority of my career. I've yeah. been doing a lot of the interviewing. Um, so this was this was interesting. You what know? side do you like more? Well, I think anybody likes being uh, interviewing the another person. See, I
1: you, we talked about it a little bit, but I like being interviewed because then I feel like I
0: can ask them questions like you were saying and actually interview them as well yes you know that's a great tactic that's definitely one of the tactics that I would I would uh say and this is no advice but we'll just tell you yeah that's probably the easiest thing kind of how it how it how it went I think the first thing always for me like when I when I was the let's talk interview when I was being interviewed right um good job opportunity and a lot of growth that was that was there again not set in stone hopefully soon I'll be able to speak on a little more of the specifics of it. The first thing I did was made sure I was extremely knowledgeable mm. on the actual position, what it entails, and then knowledgeable on the people giving me the interview. Yep. And that's where what you're talking what we well what I had said off camera to you is the that's where the questions came in. Yeah. Like I found out some of their interest and things like that. And it was pretty easy via social media these days to find out what people are interested so in. So much easier. You know, and you can you can search. I mean LinkedIn has a lot of information, Instagram, whatever it is, but I ended up asking a lot of questions back to them, um, paired with my knowledge, kind of set the interview up for success right from the jump. Love it. Right. And then you're able to ask better questions that are
1: actually relevant. You know where to, you know, if, I don't know who was saying it, but someone was saying like the more you get them to like
0: smile and the more
1: they talk about themselves, the better chance they're going to think that the interview went well.
0: Right. Um, Have you heard of the, what is it? The star tactic. So it's like a storytelling technique that was always taught to me to utilize in interviews. And star being, I think I even have it down. Situation. T is task The A is action And then the result Okay. Right. So you explain, explain the situation Then you talk about the task That was at hand Right. This is to sell yourself Talk about the task that was at hand Then the action that you took to handle it And then the result of it hmm. So that STAR technique was something I, I um, learned in, in college And I'm sure it's a, a global interview thing I mean have you heard I've of it? I've never or? heard of that No. All right. That's good then Because um, I'm sure people are like Duh Ugh. And no, maybe you were like, like, oh, this is good. <laughs> uh, but it was something that stuck with me. Like, that. you know, the acronyms, they always they always stick with I me. I love a good acronym. But it's an easy um, storytelling tactic and way to really sell yourself and explain a situation that happened all the way through. Mm-hmm. So I focused on that. I was able to tell some stories um, when I was asked questions versus just answering. Because I feel like when I answer questions, like you were saying, you can always give a great answer. And, and it's very easy to do that, right? But mm-hmm. if there's no, like, real action or story attached to it, Kind of like a podcast. We just come on and we just talk, you know, about not snoozing on life and we do absolutely nothing. I mean, it's just, it's just words. Yeah. So that technique is a good thing when you're trying to sell yourself.
1: Yeah. And sometimes I love the preparation side, but then also you need to be able to, when you ask questions, the reason you're asking questions is figure out how to answer in the best way. You don't want to lie, but you want to tailor your answer to what they want to hear. Yep. Right. So like I was talking to someone and I was kind of asking him like, what do you want to do as far as like, what are your goals? Because I love that. how can I fit into your game plan, right? Like everyone's got their own agenda. You just got to figure out how to make your agendas move together. Yep. So a lot of my questioning and talks have been with like for social media and stuff like that. Like, what do you want to do? What's, are you in Greenwich? Do you work on Greenwich stuff? You know, do you like real estate? Would you like doing something like, mm-hmm. you know and what I mean? What's,
0: what's in it for you? It's always that win-win, which, yeah. is, which is
1: great. I flat out ask. I say, how can I help you? Um, without putting more stress on you, yep. right? Like, especially if you're talking with someone that's above you, I'm always, you know how busy we are. Imagine someone like above us. Yep. I'm always like, I don't want to make your life harder. How do I make your life easier and help with something right. so
0: that, you know, you're not wasting your time with me type of thing. Mm-hmm. One thing I also notice, and I'm sure this happens in your industry too, uh, but the people who are interviewing me I mean, no offense if they listen to podcasts, but they're they're, they're a lot older than I am. You know, so they're they're very – their mindset is very old school, so it's very easy to anticipate their – questions Mm -hmm. so people like us and our age bracket right now i feel like we're at an advantage because if you apply the things that we're we're saying they're not expecting that type of stuff and people you know in in industries that have been there for years yes they're experts in their field but they don't know the current times and what our age group knows yeah you know and that's an advantage for us um and i felt that well the the
1: know your audience thing is huge yes Yep. like because there's things that i could go into but yep. if you know this person has no idea what the hell you're talking about, what's the point? It's like yes. you might as well not even share that.
0: Right. But know? for us in our age group, something that – like even Zoom, for example, right? That would be n- – somebody like our grandparents would never be able to conceptualize something like a Zoom, right? So if you're speak- – like back, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. now that that's something that's like normal for us, it's, it's things like that that you can speak to and sell yourself as an advantage and an asset to – Whoever you're working with.
1: How do you deal with the being young question? Because, you know, that's something that whenever I meet someone that's young in the industry or in any industry, I'm always curious. Because obviously, if you have a track record, you know, you can. Let me give you a specific example. When I go pitch for listings and things, Mm -hmm. I don't have the track record where I can just point to it and say the proofs in the pudding, which at some point I need to get Mm -hmm. so that I can close on stuff. I have to leverage my. You know, the fact that I'm young, I have these different, uh, exp- you know, expertise in areas that these other people don't, yep. but that also sometimes doesn't translate because they're also in the age bracket of the other person that's interviewing, right? Mm-hmm. So they connect with those people a lot more. So it's something that I'm trying to overcome by being better, but it's also very difficult because you don't have that. It's a catch 22. You don't have that track record to be mm-hmm. like, you know, listen, if you want to work with the best, I'm the best. You hear like, the numbers. But you don't have the yep. solid to compete with people that are. Yep.
0: You know um, what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty honest about the situation now. So, I mean, when I was first appointed in, in, uh, as a commissioner, I was literally one of the youngest that New York State has seen yeah. at that time. I Looking back, I kind of took the, the wrong approach because I wanted to basically, you know, lead. Yes, lead by example. But I was willing to, like, consume Everything, which was a good thing, but I kind of sold myself in like a perfect way. Mm-hmm. Whereas I quickly learned what? Well, no, it's just, I, uh, whereas I quickly learned that that wasn't the tactic and it's okay to literally say, and I, I started doing this like pretty openly and honestly in, the, in my industry. Um, and I said, look, you know, I got an opportunity. Yeah. And somebody took a chance on me. And now I've been able to prove, hey look, this is what I've done, this is what I've done, this is what I've done. But I actually wanna come back and do the same thing for somebody else. Because I do believe that yes, people who are older could have much more experience than you. Does not make them the best for the job. And I was able to speak to my job based off of my personal experiences in life, which helped me get through. So, you know, me being young, How do you quantify that? Because I can relate that back to when I was 13 years old and my dad was working until 10 o'clock and I had to figure out how to put the chicken in the toaster oven. Like I would say that that's a young you know, you're pretty young for that. Yeah. But I found a way to do it. Yeah. Right. So I, I use like you do like the eight mile. You address it up front. Yeah, like it, it's a thing. And now, honestly, and b- it, I mean, but mean. being 31 now, I mean, with all these grays in my beard. Um, I kind of have, a have built a track record yeah. for myself where I'm at. I'm yes. sure if I go, you know, somewhere else, they'll be like, who the hell is this guy? Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's much easier. But I remember being very honest, like, look, I don't know it all. I really don't, you know, but I'm willing to learn. And here's why, because I'm taking these action steps to do it. I remember I did, um, I signed up for some leadership uh Seminars, I started reading a lot of leadership things back then. And it doesn't happen overnight, you know, but you slowly got to speak to things that you want to do. Your industry is a little bit different with numbers and stuff, right? Well, I
1: never thought about it because I'm technically interviewing every time I have a listing appointment. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And something that's happened in the past year, and I've mentioned on previous podcasts, is I've lost more than I've ever lost, which means I'm on the right track, yep. but I'm trying to address it. Mm-hmm. And it's more and more difficult because it's something that, you know, if they really want to focus on it, it's my weak point is that the history, right? Even if I've done a lot of business in my short, you know, whatever yep. time, these agents have been in for 40 years. Which is cool. but Which like, is
0: fine. Let me, ask you as a, let me ask you a question.
1: Well, let me tell you go what ahead, I, I, I want to try to do. I want to get to the point where I'm like, all right, well, let's look at the numbers, right? I've been doing it for Let's look at the last year. I sold this many homes. They sold this many homes. Who has more years or experience in this past year? And then boom. But I don't have that black and white. So yep. now I just have to be more... Um, organized. I have to be more prepared. I think I need to take it farther down the track than my interview person does. So for example, when I go to the appointment, I think I need to have all the marketing ready, like already yep, done. already done. This and say, is listen, listen, this is my game plan. This is that. Um, you know, I'd love to work with you. If not, that's fine. I'm ready to go in a week. Like just close before you even get in the door. Mm-hmm. Assume that you have the deal. Where in the past I've showed up and had all the numbers ready in my head but haven't moved as quick. I think speed is my greatest asset at the moment, where that I can beat out someone because I can already sell their home before I'm even before they're even
0: interviewing other people. You know, but it's I don't know. Yep. I don't know what the no, right it's answer good, is. Definitely a good good tactic. I was going to ask you though if it's I'm a lot of work. Though. If I'm a homeowner, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I want to sell my house, and I were to basically I'm looking for an agent, and this agent were to have the confidence, and yes, there's a little track record. that I know that you're you know. A, a, semi-established but in right? comparison to a lot which of, is fine but what problem. is the downside and I'm asking you this as yeah. the expert what would be the downside if I say Mike Pirelli I'm gonna give you a month and you can take that month and I want at least 20 people coming through these doors to see this like I would do that as a homeowner right and I would try to get some sort of um, gauge from you yeah yeah as the as the agent to say yeah you know what I want that challenge and that's all I need like if, yeah. I'm, if I'm in the industry and i'm a i'm a, an agent that i would be looking for an opportunity like that or hey look i know that justin's got a lot more experience than me mm. give me give me 3 weeks and i guarantee you in 3 weeks through this marketing plan that i give you here and i will make sure that you know 15 20 people walk through this door and see it if if i'm able to sell it great if not then you can move on to someone else yeah. is that is that something that would so you can like- do
1: stuff like that i'm at a firm right now so they won't sign anything less than a certain amount of time because yep. i am working, which you know is what it is. Um, you could do that approach, but there's other agents who could do the same thing. So it's yeah. like, how do you set yourself apart? Because there's well, agents... I, I look
0: better than them. Yeah.
1: See? Do you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's... it's It takes time and you have to be okay with it yep. because there's certain things that you can't control and you just have to be okay with it and know that if that person doesn't... We're in a market where everything's selling, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no like, hey, you didn't get the listing. You'll be the next one up. It just sells. It just sells. So it's kind of a weird time where... You you can be less experienced, yep. Uh,
0: but have a track record and be
1: you can be you know you don't have to be as good and you sell no problem, right? I'm not making excuse. I'm just that's what. No no I no. I, and
0: and me embodying the same. And honestly, I know I'm, I tie everything back. But like if I'm experienced in my own life with my own good habits and mm-hmm. things like that, that will shine through when it comes to business like absolutely you, do. Absolutely. you know what i mean like, it'll
1: have a cream rise to the top at some point exactly. it's just hard
0: to be patient and in an industry in a market where you're literally in a market that's probably the most expensive in the world
1: what's well, the hottest market uh in the country that well just hottest came is out. one thing but i mean it's expensive but not the true. most expensive no, but it's one, up there it's got to be up there yeah i mean there's more
0: yeah. billionaires in greenwich than anywhere else right
1: and you know what i did i got um is that true though or no were there like probably. 18
0: billionaires on the list
1: there's a lot. In Greenwich? I See, that's something I probably should know. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't going to mention this, but I um, I was wasn't going to say the name, but I got Sirhan's course, right? Ryan Sirhan. He's uh, the guy from Million Dollar Listings. Oh, okay. okay. So I, I bought it. It was pretty expensive. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch all the stuff and see how he does a listing presentation because I was very curious. It's meant for his internal team, it seems like. Um, but I was like, you know what? Let me see. Let me see how he does it. And his pitch was being the best, right? And he had his track record ready, done. He could show things. He knew his stuff, but he kept coming back to, like, if you're getting arm surgery, are you going to go get the second best doctor or are you going to get the best doctor? Right? That was his pitch, which is a good one. Okay. But you got to get there. I can't go in and of say. Course. Yeah, I was going to say
0: that's not really that, – that's even like Ed Milet and these guys, right? Like, for us to see them they're at that level already so it's not really relatable yes to yeah. us it
1: was helpful for sure like i, I did the guess, whole course I see what you're saying i'd yeah. like i've watched all of the stuff it's very helpful because yep. it shows you how good he is mm-hmm. and it brings you back down and you're like wow i have to do a lot more you know i have to be a little more concise on certain things um but it always comes down to like how are you different that's always the question yep. right so i ne- this year with the systems and everything i need to build
0: out how i'm different and have that answer like down. Just locked up. Well, that's kinda like your thirty second elevator pitch, right? Like if you get in an elevator with the no, no. you know, a billionaire yeah. and you need to pitch them, yeah. What is that pitch? That should yeah. be an episode for us. And That'd I've had uh,
1: yeah, I've had people actually come up to me and say, like, listen not come up to me. They've called me and said, Listen, I was gonna go with you, I have a family member, yeah. Um, I'm giving them yeah. a commission, but you were great, you know, if something happens I'll reach out, which mm. is fine. But yep. That whole adjustment is very bizarre because you're just hearing no constantly.
0: Well, and the good thing is that, like you said, you have to be patient, right? So that's even a a skill in itself. But every year that goes by, really every month that goes by right now, you're in unprecedented terms. You know, the whole world is. Um, But I think people of our age right now in our different industries – we're really the target for people because you have young professionals that are now willing to go above and beyond what the typical, because honestly, a lot of people, I think if I have a crazy track record, I'm just going to present my track record to you, right? Well, I know there's a guy in town that does that. And yeah. He gets and tons honestly, of I mean, I'm sure he has his listings and he'll yeah, always yeah, yeah. get it, right? But I still think there's so much room. Like that to me is like, yeah, but how did you start? I would ask that person. That's, yeah. That's a great track record. But like, yeah. tell me your first, tell me your first big sale. Yeah like I kind of want to know, right? Yeah, like yeah. and and that person who has that extreme track record, yeah. where did they start? They yeah. started at the bottom too. So that's No, that. everyone started at the same spot. It's just right. it's yes in theory. And if I'm 58 years old, yeah, yeah my track record's going to be just as good as that guy.
1: Yeah. You so know, it's uh, I got to get some type of ratio to be like, well, I do this many deals this year, this much volume, you know. I'll and I don't even think him. it's
0: a comparison thing. I I would try to look like in my industry i lose the comparison stuff i i would give facts like hey i've done you know this amount of initiatives i've been able to implement and, and reallocate x amount of funds yeah. here in a short amount of time not compared to anybody else well here's the problem you're competing right against that person for the same for job. the same listings so and i i don't even think i would I, honestly my approach to that i don't think i would take the comparison approach i would compare things in real real terms versus against that person mm. Because I was going to – my other thing was, like, I was going to put together a deck that
1: literally said, here are the big firms to in the town. Deck. This is how much following I have yep. versus a big firm. So you say you want exposure. This is a whole firm. Right. And i beating all the, fo- you know, the yep. views and all that. So, like, something like that. And then there's an agent that's been using my name poorly. So I was going to be ready
0: to talk about her. You want me to send her flowers? No. But you sure? It's Valentine's yeah, Day coming up. Should I?
1: That'd be yeah, great. I, I think No, so. but I, like, I kind of had a coming to Jesus moment where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to play, like – you can't get bullied in this market mm-hmm. and if someone sees that you back down, they're going to take advantage of you because yep. those are people you're negotiating with. So I've been a lot more firm this year with people, especially in Greenwich because they see me going around as the nice guy. But when it comes to representing clients, you have to show that, you know, you have their best interests and you're not gonna be pushed around. Yep. So, you know, part of 2021 is really to like cement my spot, but it's getting listings because you need your name out there to generate. It's like once you get a certain volume of those, then it, it really kicks in yep. and you accelerate faster. So mm-hmm. it's, but it's uh, it's uphill battle. For yeah, sure. no,
0: it's that's definitely a tough situation. But again, I would bring it back to controlling what you can control. Like you can't control yeah, somebody yeah. being, you know, somebody beating you by somebody else's choice or a relationship or something like that. But what you can control is your organizational structure, like you're talking about this, the business systems that are in place. When you receive an email, what is the preferred amount of time to get back to a new client the consistency of that over and over and over again hey we just met you know the next time you go to a a new listing um, you're bringing facts from the last conversation you know I mean there's business techniques that obviously you already implement but it's the consistency of it over and over and over again that will end up just speaking for itself
1: and I think I need to stop telling myself um, myself that I'm young I would stop that immediately yeah
0: because I think Just I've for leaned, men, gray works well, you know yeah, I got a couple yeah.
1: But I think that I've leaned on it a little bit At least locally, yep. right? Like I shouldn't even I mean, I can acknowledge if they ask a question about it With a good answer But I don't even think I should even That be an interior dialogue anymore Because it's like I'm 30 Like, it doesn't matter If you're good enough, you'll still get it yep. So maybe I'm just the. I have to be that much better to get it But
0: that's not an excuse not to get it Does that make and, sense? Yeah, absolutely And like, look at parenting, right? Why is it that Yes, with a job, somebody who's fifty-eight years old probably has so much more experience than a thirty-year-old, right? But look at it in parenting. If you're a fifty-eight-year-old first-time dad, why would that make you better? Yeah, it's fair. Sit so, right. Like you're still a parent. Yeah. So yeah, here you are. You're still an agent. Yes, this guy's great, but I'm just as good because of X, Y, and Z. Problem. There's are some parents
1: my- in the market that have ten kids. And, yeah, yeah you know, right. Like you're just comparing, like, hey, look, you know what I'm I, saying? Like, yes, but, my my so.
0: dog and my child doesn't listen to me. Okay, so but I'm it makes it more fun
1: up. because you're. It's like it's such a challenge yep. that it doesn't really come easy. So it's like a constant. You constantly have to grow. Yep. But to loop it all back, I have to get better at asking better questions. I do a pretty good job, but I should know more than I currently do for new clients. Like. D- sir right he like gets it down to the point I, Ed and my um that guy do you ever uh follow Beck david yes I know he's the I'm one think. i'm thinking of he used to go out to meetings with people he'd listen to what they say and then send them a gift based on what they said you know mm-hmm. with like a little you know it's, you said you like this yep. i'll talk to you soon his follow-up game is insane so that should be like a core belief of my company or me um even to the point where, like, you were out to, like, a meeting, right? And you're like, oh, I, you know, my favorite spot in town is this. And then I just send them, like, a gift card or a meal and just say, listen, I took the liberty order dinner tonight. You said you were busy. You know, give me a call next week about the properties. Have a great week. Something where you like.
0: It's subtle, but it's It's subtle, but it's so professional. And intentional. And so is, proactive. Yes. That people are like, what? Like, yep. you know. To me, the, that word is something that I have, you know, down on here for when I'm. Proactive. Proactive. When I'm interviewing people proactive right like I want to hear how you're proactive in your own life yeah right and I like people when I interview again I try it doesn't matter if I'm interviewing a high school student like Justin or I'm interviewing somebody that's going to be the next commissioner right could be Justin it could be but I like I like vulnerability yeah I like hearing things that Typically, you don't hear in job interviews, and the way that you do that is you really focus on your own life because your own life is the only real unique thing about you. Yeah. The clothes that you wear, the jewelry you wear, the diamond that you have in your for oh, that's <laughs> no, not that. Maybe know. I'll do that. Yeah, Maybe that'll <laughs> business. But the, How are you different? Everything. Everything is so it's it's too easy, right? So like I look and what I teach, especially to the to students and, and college kids that are going for interviews, is speak about your own life in a, in quantifiable terms, mm. you know and how you're proactive in your approach. I already know that you're probably not the best person in the world for this job, because I, there's 10 people that are better than you. Yeah. Why are you the best? And you have to be able to be, to take a proactive approach, and yes, the questions help. I love when people ask me questions like, well, what's your vision down the line? Yeah. You know, how, how can I help and you know, get, get involved in what you want to do? How can I assist you? Um, but also, I love to hear and this is something I learned a, a, a little later, is the honesty of like, hey, I really wanna learn. Yeah. I'm really not just here for this job, right? Like I want, I want to learn. And yes, of course, there's the jobs that you gotta take because you know what, you just need your salary and whatever, but for the majority of times that I'm interviewing people, I don't wanna really hear why you want this job, I wanna hear the proactiveness of you know, how, your next, how, you, how this is gonna set you up for future success. Yeah, You know what I
1: mean? Nail on the head. It's a question I keep asking myself throughout the day is Mm -hmm. how can I be proactive, right? The market's nuts. Can't find deals for people. Like I have so many multifamily clients where there, no one's selling because they're making fortunes. So I literally went through all the rental listings, reached out to every agent said, listen, if you're a person willing to sell, I have clients all cash ready to go. Boom, boom. I do like 20 of those. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and then I'm like, all right, well then I'm proactive. How can I make this a system? So then I take all those names with the agents, with the addresses, and put them in Excel doc. So ne- you know. So then yep. I start a follow-up process with my multifamily network. So it's like the, the real way I think you stand out in any industry is being proactive when you don't have to be, mm-hmm. right? Because the way to look at it is like, yes, you can sell a property by just sitting back, doing an open house, doing some marketing. But how much quicker, how many more actions can you take that will push you along faster if you go out and practically find things that are off market, the real value is getting stuff off market now, right? Like the real value is the guy that's like, I have, I have a good network in town. I don't have the off market volume that a lot of people have. And I've done a bunch of deals this year where I realized I'm like, that's the game you have to have off market stuff because if I take you to a property and you don't like that property, I can pitch you something that's not on the MLS mm-hmm. that they can find with another agent, right? So if people are like, he's got tons of contacts, he talks to everyone, he bothers everyone, and that guy who you talked to a year ago that wasn't ready to sell at the moment just got a new project he wants to do and he wants to out. So he calls, you know, the agent calls me, when I call my client. So it's like, it's very easy to not be proactive yep. if you're being successful. Like, if you're doing well, mm-hmm. it's easier to be proactive when you're stagnant, but I, I'm trying to challenge myself to be proactive even when you're doing well. Even when you're doing well. Yeah,
0: yeah no, that's a, that's a good thing. And then I think that... Is what separates um, people to even where we're trying to go right you have like great people and you got elite people yeah you know and and for me it's the the consistency of that a question that I love to ask people in in interviews is it's along the lines of like okay I get it you're you're motivated today right now to get this job if I were to interview you two years from now yeah what right now in your life is gonna motivate you to still be inspired in two years Mm. right now it's a good question and the people who say, wow, you know what, like, you know, something maybe maybe something will happen two years, you know, two years down the line that will give me an experience that I could talk about. I'm like, that's not a proactive person. What would your
1: answer be to that?
0: What would my answer be to that? It's that's a, a good back. that's a, that's a good one. Um, I,
1: ha- I mean, I have. Has anyone ever asked you that?
0: I, I ask myself it. OK, and I, and what do you. I, but I don't want to answer it with the, the typical answer that I say, because
1: you can. I mean, why not?
0: Let me let me take it a, a little further though. If I were to ask, because I think this is quantifiable to to even you too, and I'll I'll answer the question, but it, it would be
1: to you. If you don't, you're not getting the job. So
0: right, ex- exactly. But but to you, if I were to if you were to sell my house, right, and I would say, Mike, if I give you this, listen, what is going to inspire you to come back and sell my house if I have another property two years from now? Yeah, just in yeah, I mean, just down the line, yeah. right? So what it is for me always is. It comes down to my relationships with yep. people. I, I, and that, this is usually how I answer the question. Um, you know, I, I like the organization that I'm in, and I'm inspired and I'm motivated by the relationships and the people that are around me. Mm-hmm. And I'm inspired to continuously do better for not only myself but for everybody else. Yep. Um, and I usually speak to the, the coworkers because one, one person specifically asked me, well, that's a good question. How would you answer it? I'm like, buddy, like, I need I really want to hear your I want to hear your answer. Uh, For me, it really stems uh, for those relationships because the relationships that I look to build in my life. And it doesn't matter if I don't even know one person in that new organization. Right. I'm still inspired by the relationship that I have with my daughter, the relationship that I have with my wife. Right. Because that relationship is then going to obviously motivate me. So relationships have been a big thing uh, for me to specifically answer that question. But I like hearing people's people's thoughts. Yeah. When you know, and it's a great question because you're usually thrown off by it. Yeah. Because like you you don't have an initial reaction. And the best thing to do in that situation is to. That's a good question. Uh, Let me think about it.
1: Yeah. I guess my answer to a lot of those questions would be like, you know, I don't know if you're going to be in this market in two years, but I I plan on spending the rest of my life in Greenwich. So I'm going to be an agent selling in town for the rest of my life, and I'm not going to take the opportunity to ruin my reputation just to get a deal done. I'm going to make sure you're happy because if you're not,
0: mm-hmm. it doesn't do us any good. Yep. And you what's know? great about that question is it, really f- it, 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 um, it tells me a lot about the person's lifestyle. Um, and if you really can't find an answer, that's okay because that tells me, and I've said this before, you're still seeking that. Motivation, which is great because motivation, again, like we always talk about, I think that falls off. But I'm always going to be motivated by the things that are going on in my life, right? And I will continue, no matter what job it is that I'm going to take or that I'm getting into, my habits will still be sustained, right? I'm motivated to come to work every day because I, before I come to work for you, I'm already working for myself. That's been something that I said. That's I, a good one. I, and I said that actually to, to the town board that was interviewing me. <laughs> Um, just to, but just to be honest with them, like, I don't, I don't ever want to just come to work for somebody. Right? Did you like, put me in-body? What? Did you show me <laughs> in-body? <your> <laughs> yeah. So that's but the like, and, and that's the response back is like, well, how do you think that I'm motivated after, you know, going through this in my life? Or how do you think I'm motivated after having a child and then waking up three times during the night? Like I'd live this, i do this and I'm excited to jump on board and, and get this opportunity.
1: Yeah. The work for yourself thing's interesting. It's like you, you know, yeah, uh, um, sir, Hant which I've been on kind of a uh, – I get a couple people in the YouTube algorithm and they just yep. keep popping up. He always says, like, you work for yourself in 10 years because in 10 years, if you look back, don't be angry with yourself you didn't do enough work. Yep. right? You want to look back at, like, in a couple years and be like, wow, I owe that kid a lot of credit because now I'm in a position where I'm able to do all this stuff mm-hmm. versus
0: looking back and like, damn. Like if I could have talked to him and told him to work harder, yep. you know what I mean, which yep. is interesting. I never thought of it yep. that way. And people always say it, right, but I'm going to say it from an interviewer standpoint. Be yourself like you don't have to you don't really have to relate to just the job, you know, speak to your personal self, even if it's something that's like, you know, summer camp position, a seasonal thing. Right. I don't want to hear why you're (laughs) why you're the best for the job. I want to know how it's going to like help you in your own life. And that is something when you really hold that right, like for, for like Justin and that that age group, even in college, again, nobody lives your life. So the more that you can relate your life to the actual job is something that will, I think, propel you forward and and be more likely for you to get the job, you know? Beautiful. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now back to the epi.
1: And then can I jump into the partner concept? Yeah, absolutely. So part of the realization I think I've come to is that, like, I enjoy having partners, but I don't enjoy managing people, yep. right? Because in, at least in my industry, it takes you away from actually doing your business, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think I'm at a position where I can, like, mentor agents because I, I'm not established where I want to be yet. So in my approach, I'm trying to find partners that complement what I'm doing but aren't in the same lane or it's not a lane that will merge and they will try to come and be an agent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not looking for another agent. I'm looking for someone that loves social media and just happens to love Greenwich and real estate. Or it's, I'm looking for people that are harder to find, but are aspirational in the areas where I need them to be Mm -hmm. so that my platform can help them accelerate. And then their expertise can accelerate my platform. So it's like, Everything I'm trying to add, there's got to be a mutually beneficial relationship and a synergy that adds to my focus, which is real estate, right? Where in the past, I would just partner with like, whoever, whatever. But then I realized that's energy that's taken away from what I'm trying to accomplish. So like, you know, an example would be like finding someone who does development. Like they're not going to want to sell properties themselves. Or if they do, I don't want to talk to them, but they just want to develop their own stuff. Like that's a perfect candidate for mm-hmm. someone me to align with yep. because they don't want to sell. So they're going to have leads. So they'll send them your leads and then you send them your business of stuff that you don't want. You can't develop. You don't have the expertise. And, mm-hmm. you know, you do. So there's, you know, content creation. There's a million ways you can go about it. Mm-hmm. But the only way you get to know how you can help that person, ask the questions. Yep. You know, what's your goal? Where do you see yourself in five years? My, my most important question I've been saying is what's your biggest pain point right now? in your business. And then if someone's like, we don't have enough leads or we don't make enough content, then my next answer is how I can help address that. If I can, I can't. But if it's like, listen, I love content. We just don't do it well. All right. Well, we can co-brand. I'll cover the cost. I'll use your, you know, amazing properties that I don't have enough volume to have consistent content and I'll shoot the videos and then we'll put your logo, you know? So there's always an answer, but that's a question that you can get that you can get there faster. You know, I'm
0: not saying don't warm up, talk yep. BS. Yep. No, but makes that's a question sense. that should be in everyone's arsenal. Um, very basic question. So, like the most basic No, 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 no. I have an oh. extremely basic question, but I always like hearing it. What's your weakness? My weakness is that In an interview, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't tell me Oh, like an interview. Don't really interview? tell me, you know, don't tell but me I'm, how your I'm life f- is in shambles. Not here. getting I, enough protein. Yeah, yeah I want I want you like and then you can ask me because, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I do think that that's an interview question. That's an old school interview question, but that should always be addressed on, on an interview process. Yeah. And people need to really know how to sell themselves with a weakness, but still being honest. Yeah. Because too many times it's like... I'm too perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's something stupid. And yes, you always want your weakness to be a strength, but I'm curious on your end, if you're asked that question in a professional setting, what's Mike Pirelli's biggest weakness?
1: I would say my weakness uh, in my professional world right now would be the, um, the volume of business. I do a very good job with a certain amount of volume, and I'm building out the processes and team to uh, obtain more. The way I've counteracted that is that I've limited my uh, geographical coverage, right? So weakness in the past was being pulled in too many directions in different markets. Mm-hmm. I've identified that, and now I focus primarily in Greenwich. Uh, which has allowed me to scale up my business and also maintain control. Yep. A weakness was, though, I was trying to be too many things to too many people. Yep, makes, you know? makes sense. So you ad- I usually address the weakness and yeah. tell you how I fix it. Right, right.
0: It. No, which is smart. Um, yeah. For for me, um, and and it's a very honest weakness. But like, I hold myself to an extreme standard, mm. and then what I do is un. I mean, I don't want to do this, but it happens automatically. I almost expect that high level from other people, Mm. right? So I've had to learn how to manage that and say, yes, you can hold yourself to an extremely high level. However, Mike is not going to get the same amount of work done in the same amount of time as I may or as Claudio may. And I have to, if I am going to be in a leadership role moving forward, especially on a commissioner level, I had to really learn. And again, this is something I work on all the time because I don't think my standard of myself will ever fall, but it has to I have to be okay with people submitting mediocre things and and I'm not being funny. I love when it says mediocre. No, 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 but I'm I'm I'm, I'm not being mediocre funny. Is such but then
1: a harsh a passive aggressive harsh word. Well, it's yeah. it's, it's the truth
0: because it's you have average, right? And then yeah, you have yeah. below average, which is mediocre. So I have to be okay with obtaining a mediocre thing. In my head I could think like, wow, this is pretty mediocre, but the way that I respond has to be in a coachable way. And I have to really learn how to, you know, teach that through um, and be okay with accepting other people's expectations may not be as high as you expect from yourself Mm. Um, so that was a a major weakness of mine and something that I'm I'm extremely it's still a weakness of mine but I'm extremely conscious of it now Um, and I don't I mean honestly I'm just a I'm a confident guy and I don't believe whether it's working out or you know, it, it's in business. I do believe that I will work harder than you, whoever, you know, whoever I'm up against. Especially on the Peloton. Um, <laughs> right. But, but it, it's, it's also a realization that knowing that other people work just as hard. Here's
1: you the thing, right? I mean? There's always – here's another realization I came to. I have these epiphanies a lot. I must be drinking too much caffeine or taking too many hmm. showers. Um, every – like any, everyone's always going to work harder. But can you work hard and efficiently? Right, like it's when you can combine the working hard, but have phenomenal systems behind you,
0: then you really take off. I think this is a switch for you, my man, because I think you—you you used to say like work smarter, not harder—type thing. No, no, no. I always worked hard. So oh, always. I, oh, yes. Always. Like I always but worked you,
1: seven days a week. So yes. it's, I've never had a problem working hard. But the realization is, you can work hard, but if you're not being efficient in the way you work, you, there's going to be no compound effect.
0: I agree. You know what I'm and saying? And I, I hate the quote work smarter not harder because I believe that you have to do both you have to work extremely smart and extremely hard yeah and yes there's certain ways to cut corners and and do certain things um, but I do believe that the the smart way of working and the hard way of working is something that aligns that's also a good interview thing like you know you bring up something typical like that like most people say you know work smarter not harder Right? Yes, I get it for energy purposes and saving yourself, but if you address that in an interview right from the start and you're like, yeah, you know, that's some people, but I actually work smart and hard. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind something. of a vague
2: term though, hard. Hard is yeah. kind of a vague term.
0: It is. Go ahead, CV.
2: I wanted to add something. I have Go a ahead. a pet peeve. I'm, I'm stalling in case I have to cut this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, pet peeve of a term. Uh, Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I cannot stand that. <laughs> to me, oh, when people say <laughs> oh. it, oh, why though? Have you said it? Have you said it? In, no. I well, I'm a firm believer in.
0: I t- do believe in. Team I'm work. a firm believer in team. Um, I, and this is this was a, a separation between us too. We there was an episode that you were saying it was during COVID when we were doing virtual, but you were more like, look, I want to know how to kind of do everything and I want to you know, do my own content, creation, blah, 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 And I was more like, look, I'm going to put my energy into what I'm an expert at and I'm going to find other people to yeah, do it so right. I, I'm
2: saying this, re- I mean, I it makes a whole yeah, total yeah. I sense. I mean, you got to know what's going the on. The reason I don't like it, many times it's associated by some work hard while some don't. Hmm. But because we're in a teamwork, we made it happen. And that's where the pet peeve for me comes in. You're absolutely right. In, in a good team, if your expertise is X and yours is Y and mine is Z, and we are collaboratively busting our hump to get things done, and we get a higher, right, achievable yeah, goal. Exponential, yeah. Great. We, you're absolutely right. I'll love the quote then. Yeah. But many times, it's people that used. say that yeah, yeah. are yes. usually people that are like chilling, not really working that's hard. Good point. And yep. then when it gets done and everything looks gorgeous. Yeah. Ooh, like, yo, look what yeah. we did. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, teamwork good. makes a dream work. Yep. Pet peeve. Big time pet peeve.
1: Yeah, you always have to like ask yourself too. There's a lot of inner dialogue with myself. You always have to ask, am I working towards my dream or am I working for someone else's for someone dream? Else's and name. it's okay to work on both your dreams, but you have to make sure you're always putting towards yours as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like sometimes I've caught myself like, what am I doing? Like it's different. I mean, real estate, it all kind of funnels up, but you get in situations like, what am I doing? I'm covering for this person. They've never well, helped, right. you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't be the bigger person, but sometimes you got to
0: kind of audit yeah. that. Which is something that you were you were tremendous at attaching the no snooze lifestyle kind of to everything in your life because it, we both realized from the start, all three of us realized. Um, now, hopefully, Justin will get it. You, you're not certified yet, my man. Um, but you, I don't think you know, I am you almost realized that you know what? Even though us meeting up and doing that one episode may have not. Uh, had a benefit on you in a positive way in that moment. The skill set that we're coming together to to build habits yeah. and be consistent with something, it, it really aligns so perfectly in anything that we approach in our life.
1: Well, it's also the lens that you use for things. Like yes. you I, I feel like something I do very well and I don't talk about it a lot, is I have this lens that I can make myself convinced that what I'm doing is contributing to the higher goal. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, with no snooze in my head, I'm like, this is great because there'll be more exposure, um, you know, get to hang with friends. Um, it, it develops the habits I need to get back in shape. If I'm back in shape, I'll be better looking. If I'm better looking, more I'll get confidence. more deals because people oh, – wow. There's a. There's so a, I'll, be a great, I'll be a great. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but right? Like, you, get, you better looking and get more deals. You get a suit to sponsorship, whatever. That, in turn, allows you to contribute more to the podcast because yep. you're going to be telling more good stories. So, if, there, if you can't bounce things back and forth, like up
0: the ladder. You are extremely good at that, I, I will say.
1: Like, even getting coffee and someone's being rude to you, which hasn't happened at Coffee Liquid, they're great. But somewhere else, right? Yep. In your head, if you're like, all right, this is a good opportunity to, like, practice, can I make this person laugh? Can I maybe get yep. a client out of it? luckily and like and we can it's all good content for no snooze that's my way to <laughs> yeah. bring it back right yeah, yeah. it's all good content so even when you're having a terrible time you can kind of laugh now mm-hmm. like we did with Chris when we got lost yes um so that's like a me thing off, that's a skill lie. you're a terrible driver yeah i'm bad that's one of your weaknesses there's things i'm pre- listen i've <laughs> i've if there's one thing i've adopted from you is that no <laughs> yeah that's true i Know that I have certain weaknesses, but I still like need to know a little bit about it, but now I don't even mess with it. I'm like, you know what? Um, it's better off just to get someone else to do it. Yes, it's going to be a little, you know a little more money, whatever it is, but I got to focus on something else.
0: so yeah, and honing in on like something. and and that's where I really I truly believe the get comfortable being uncomfortable thing is is where people they hear it and they think to themselves. Let me go try something that's completely different and out of my my wheelhouse, as we say. Whereas I'm obsessed with getting comfortable, being uncomfortable in the same wheelhouse because I will become an expert at what it is that I'm focusing on. Mm. You know what I mean? And say you're a really good walker, right? We know people. We know people that. No, but seriously, someone say the best. Get, Getting uncomfortable, being uncomfortable to some, maybe like, okay, well, you know, jump in the swimming pool and go do that. Whereas my uncomfortableness would be like, okay, set a calendar for 60 days and walk three miles every day, right? Because that's an uncomfortable thing. You got to do that every single day. So I, I think the elite of the elite have that, right? They, they, they focus on something that they're, that they're so good at. Um, making sure that they can do something consistently over an extended period of time is something that I try to, I try to hone in and I focus on. Again, nowhere near elite in terms of where I want to be, um, but that's, my, that's my, the separation for me in terms of the get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I definitely wanted sure. to explain it because there is, there, there is a thing to, hey, I really like to walk, go jump in a pool. I think that's, that's good too, but the person who likes to walk and then they do that every single day, yeah. they'll be the best walker in yeah. the world. And then my
1: question is, like is there a more efficient way to walk? Yeah, I right? take
0: a scooter. <laughs> but <laughs> like the
1: the constant learning and refining what you're doing, I think is important. Yes. because
0: And the systems.
1: I mean, yeah, building yeah. better systems is. Always yeah. But like, thing. if you're walking, you're just walking three miles every day. Versus the guy who's like, you know what? If I walk at high altitudes, I'll get better. You know, there's
0: a different Yes. You got to keep tweaking. Yep. hundred percent. Um, th- this was good stuff, man. I, I thought it sucked. I think I'm not we, even going to re-listen. Think, I think we rambled. Uh, I think we rambled a good bit here. It was a very good ramble, right? I didn't even know what we talked. About. I blacked yeah, out. Yeah. Me too. Um, I, all I got from this episode Lil Uzi Vert got a 24 million dollar And I'm a vegan And, got, and Mike's a vegan um, So this will bring us to my favorite section Dave's Dime of the Week Dimes, dimes, dimes And this plays into kind of what you were saying Are you going to quote me? What? No, Are you no, no, gonna no. quote me? If someone offers you an amazing opportunity Say yes Then learn how to do it later
2: hmm.
0: And that's by Richard Branson That's my guy Right? But a lot of people Me included I'm so focused on, like, oh, I got to be the expert. I got to do this. I got to figure out how to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You got to be confident in yourself. If you get an opportunity, take the opportunity. Figure out how to become the expert after you receive the opportunity. All right? Don't count yourself out. It's good. I like that a lot.
1: Like in, and mine, I think, complements that very well. Talk to me. All right. Uh, Miguelito's mantras. Ito, Ito, Ito. Uh, learning is not a spectator sport. Ooh.
0: I do like that one. It's a good one. That you is. learn
1: by action, uh, Jim Quick. Little shout out. That's his quote. He Quick is brain. really good. Yeah, yeah. I know, a t- I know have a you Jim read Atomic Habits? Yes. I meant to ask you. Yeah, yeah that James Clear yeah. guy. Good stuff.
0: Um, good stuff My brother has always um, We got another one in the books That flex looks pretty good Mr. 16% I think I'm going to go Take my uh, suit jacket off And go yeah, flex You have too many layers me. Don't ask me about My biggest strength But if you want to know it Hold on I'll take my shirt off Until <laughs> next time Stop snoozing Get up Get after it No really I want to flex though. Yeah If I get to 10% percent of those shirts,
1: That's another epi in the books Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook At no Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and/or collaboration, reach out to us at no at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no